Well, commuter chaos looms this morning as Victoria's regional train system grinds to a halt. A strike is currently underway by V-Line workers until 8am, disrupting travel plans for people coming into Melbourne from the regions. Now, workers are being urged to work from home, with the strikes expected to have big knock-on effects throughout the day. The strike action follows, of course, months of negotiations between rail union members and V-Line. Labor is facing calls this morning to explain how immigration detainees were released into the community without checking if they had outstanding warrants as police prepare to arrest a seventh person. Victoria Police is expecting to arrest the man in the coming days who was wanted interstate on a return to jail warrant. A new community protection board will assess how to manage the 149 released detainees. It comes amid revelations that three of them are challenging the government in the High Court over GPS monitoring. Stephen Miles will be sworn in on Friday as the next Premier of Queensland following Health Minister Shannon Fenterman's withdrawal from the leadership race. Miles says Labor is heading into next year's state election as the underdog, vowing to focus on addressing cost of living pressures. A reshuffle of Cabinet is expected next week, with Fenterman set to stay in the health portfolio. It is a big week in weather. Northern Queensland faces a cyclone, but the rest of the east coast, from southeast Queensland to Victoria, is bracing for a heat wave. Let's go live to Tamara Bow on a beautiful Gold Coast this morning. A, a contrast to the north of the state, Tamara. Definitely a yeah. week to get in the water there. Oh, absolutely, because if you live on the East Coast, this heat is going to be hard to beat over the next couple of days. But the good news is it will be short-lived, all done and dusted by the weekend and, for the most part, considered low intensity. Already the Bureau has issued warnings for pretty much the entire state of New South Wales, with temps expected to creep into the high 30s, if not 40s there, Sydney, bracing for its second heatwave. But all that heat is now pushing eastwards, which means Queensland is next. Those hot and muggy conditions to kick in from tomorrow, temps mid to high 30s, but it could also trigger some thunderstorms, possibly severe eddy Friday, Saturday into Sunday. But hey, it is summer. Welcome to it, Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tamara. There are fears this morning for the future of cash, with the Reserve Bank governor suggesting we may be getting to the point where Aussies will have to start paying to use cash. Let's go live to Tom Johnson in Adelaide. Tom, just to clarify, paying cash to use our own cash, is that right? Well, and that's what's been suggested, but hey, let's face it, in reality, I don't think Australians would ever stand the idea of having to pay a fee just to use cash. And the Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock, she acknowledges this too, saying, quote, there would be a very big backlash if this ever did come into effect. So why has this idea even come up? Well, the Governor was saying uh, it already costs the economy a lot of money to keep cash going, especially as it dwindles as a form of payment. An interesting stat, this one, cash payments have dropped from some 70 percent in 2007 to just 13 percent last year and it's only going one way. Now uh, the rollback of cash points in the country is also going backwards as well. 714 ATMs have been ripped up in the past year and more than 400 bank branches have closed as well, most of those sadly in regional areas. So although there's no fee to use cash at this point, probably not any time soon, it's also a lot harder to get your hands on cash as it is. Ed? Yeah, they're big numbers, aren't they? Thank you, Tom. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have ventured back into the limelight this morning, releasing a new video about their Archwell Charity Found Charitable Foundation. Let's go live to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld in London. Hugh, uh, what does the video show? 
Eddie, it's effectively a highlights reel of some of the work that they've done over the last 12 months. It's the sort of slick production that we've become accustomed to from Kensington Palace over the last 12 months. But the difference, of course, is that Harry and Meghan are not working royals and many of these engagements and events and charity events that they've been to have occurred in the United States. It follows the release of their annual report, the Archwell Foundation, showing a million-dollar shortfall for the charity, and that's been blamed on a lack of donations to the venture. Less than 24 hours uh, ago, it was the Princess of Wales who was out and about on royal duty, but taking the kids with her, George, Charlotte and Louis, to a baby bank here in the UK. And it follows, of course, a couple of weeks of difficult headlines for the palace and for the Sussexes following the release of that book in the Netherlands naming Kate and the King as being the two royals who allegedly commented on Prince Archie's skin colour. So the year will end with both households on either side of the Atlantic a long way apart. Eddie.